Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. Bruce. Hey, everybody, all my rebels of the Sherpa Illusion. Welcome to another week of Too Many Podcasts. It's me. Jim the Podcast Chirpa, just like you heard at the beginning of the show. It's still me. I didn't leave the room and come back as somebody else. I don't really know why I would do that, but I did. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. So I do know that this week's podcast is being brought to you by Audible, and you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash Sherpa. There's over 180,000 titles. Millions by now, millions to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You know, there's only one thing that's on my mind right now. Who's our guest today, Sherpa? Yes, that is it. His name is Ray Rumsey, and he hosts a podcast called The Leo Effects. Now, I thought a guy named Leo hosted the show, but... We'll get into that. Ray is going to explain everything to us. And his show is really very enjoyable. And I actually had the privilege of being a guest on his show. And I think what I will do is I'll provide the link to Ray's show if you want to hear my interview. And you'll notice a stark contrast in styles between Ray and myself. Ray is a very polished, very professional sounding voice actor who can ask really good questions. And me, I just babble like a Bowery boy in trouble. Why don't we head on down to the conference room and take a listen to my conversation with Ray Rumsey of The Leo Effects. Hey there, Rebels. My guest today and I have actually a few things in common. We've spoken to a lot of the same people on our shows, but he really talks to people from all walks of life. And I think if you like my show, you'll like his show. And even if you don't like my show, you'll like his show. He's got the better voice. And, well, I can't say that he's better looking than me because that's just too easy. I mean, a cat just can host a podcast and say, much better looking than Jim the Podcast Sherpa. But nonetheless, <laughs> he is here today via video in the conference room at the Sherpa Chalet. He is the host of the podcast called The Leo Effects. And he does something else, too. We're going to have to get to that a little bit later. Say hello to Mr. Ray Rumsey. Hey, Ray, how's it going? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Nice to see you. Good to see you, too. And recently, I was interviewed on Ray's show, too. So be sure you check that episode out, along with all the other ones that he's been presenting on his show in Podcastia. Now, we have to clear something up first before we get any further in this interview. Okay. The title of the show, The, the Leo Effects. You right. know, the first time I was told that, oh, we're going to get you on The Leo Effects, I said, okay. And I started listening. I was like, when's this guy Leo going to say something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, please explain. So, all right. Um, it, it's kind of an inside joke almost. Uh, but I, I'll explain it just in case because there might be fans out there besides myself. Um, so, first and foremost, I am a Leo. I was born August 16th. So, got that going for me. And when thinking of a name... For my podcast, it's like, man, I'm a naturally just kind of comedic guy. I like to be funny. I like to joke around. So I wanted something that reflected that, but was also kind of semi-serious or could be 
taken as such. Um, so one of my favorite shows was is was uh, Letterkenny. Um, it's based out of Canada about a fictitious town called Letterkenny. Um, bunch of farmers running around doing upstate New York kind of stuff. So I could relate to that. Anyway, one of the scenes that they did, they were talking about how people that go to Los Angeles, whenever they come back, they never pronounce it the same. They always pronounce it as L.A. And so this whole skit goes on for about 10 minutes about all the different things that you can do in L.A. And they're like, you've never had tacos until you've had tacos in L.A. You've never been on a hike until you've been on a hike in L.A. So, anywho, long story short, when creating my show, I was like, oh, I should do the Leo effects. And I was thinking effects with an E. You know, like I have created a situation where now so I have affected somebody, you know, past tense. But because of that show, I was like, I want it to be funny where people will be like, you haven't heard a podcast until you've heard L.A. So I went with effects with an A, the Leo effects, L.A. There you go. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. (laughs) But people do often get that misconstrued, and I get emails all the time saying, hey, Leo, or thanks, Leo. I'm like, "Uh, that's not actually my name, but all right, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Leo, a.k.a. Ray. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about the life of Ray Rumsey. Started off in upstate New York pretty inconspicuously enough. I I wouldn't say that I was like a farm boy or anything like that. I just kind of did small town life. And when I got out of high school, I said, I really probably should better myself in some way. And so I joined the Air Force and I did 14 years active duty. While I was there, I was an aircraft mechanic. Uh, for the the fighter jets, so F-15s and F-16s. Um, and after a while, I had met my wife. We had three beautiful kids together, and we came back to upstate New York to uh, see some family. And while we were up here, it was the first time my wife had ever been to New York. She's originally from Texas, and we met in Idaho. But that's, that's a whole other topic. Uh, anyway... She fell in love with it and said, this is where we need to move to raise our kids. I say, all right, I'm cool with that. And when we got out, we, I say when we, when I got out in the military, we moved back up here. And uh, yeah, we've been here ever since. I work at the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs. I'm food service now, so I feed the vets and take care of the guys in the nursing home, things like that. And yeah, I host my podcast. I try to do my due diligence to bring entertainment to everybody. And that's that's really me in a nutshell. You know, thank you for your service actually twice for, <laughs> for having served and for literally serving the people who've served our country. Yeah. What got you into podcasting? They're going to get harder. I'm going to I'm going to throw math yeah. at you later in philosophy. You know that. Right? <laughs> oh, anything but math. No. <laughs> So when I moved back up here, I met up with a few of the people that I had gone to high school with. I'm a huge nerd. I play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, It's one of my favorite games. (laughs) 
so they they all got together and we we sat down we played a couple of games a couple of sessions and we were like oh my gosh this is so hilarious i bet people would actually like to hear this and at the time we followed a few other dungeons and dragons podcasts so we started recording our sessions and posting them on youtube under the name crits and clamor crits being a, a play on a critical role and then clamor being just how chaotic we were it didn't go a podcast on youtube people don't have the time to sit there and let their screen be blank and and not watch a video we kind of nixed it and i gave up on that idea and uh, after I got out of active duty, I should I should say, when I got out, I joined the Air Force Reserves, who is based out of Niagara Falls. And while I was up there, I worked with a whole bunch of other really great guys and gals. They're they're awesome. And one of the guys up there, he also played Dungeons and Dragons, and he knew a guy that had a podcast network. And he was telling me all about it. And he said, you know what would be a really cool idea is if you hosted a game, a Dungeons & Dragons game, from your house. I'll play from Niagara. He'll play from where he's at. And we got a bunch of other people that'll play. And we'll just do it all online. Sure, that's a great idea. So we started it. And it was my first, I would say, successful podcast. We had a fair amount of listeners and everything. And that was called Chronicles of the Lost Realm. It, it was, I feel, really successful. It was doing pretty well. And then, you know, people came and went and, you know, hiccups here and there and whatnot. But we, we did it our best we could. And through that experience, I said, I really enjoy podcasting. This is actually fun, you know, doing it this way and having the listenership and seeing the numbers. It was almost intoxicating. And then you went to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> well, LA was born out of, so like I said, I was in a, a, in a podcasting network and there was other shows. It was a variety network. So there was talk shows and game shows and things like that. And we got approached by a publicist who a lot of your listeners have probably heard before. Maybe you've name dropped before, but uh, his name is Steve Joyner. And he came to us and said, look, I can boost your guys's numbers. And of course, we were like, well, how, why, what kind of price are you looking at? Things like that. And he said, it's, it's free. I don't charge. I'll put guests on your show. The problem is you need to have a show for us to put them on. So at the time, there was a free show that Christopher Stolle was doing. And uh, it was called Breaking the Fourth Wall. And he's like, well, we'll just rebrand that. We'll, we'll redo that. And we'll have the interview people on. So when I first started cutting my teeth on interviews, it was with that show, which was amazing. I just, I loved being part of that. And, and, you know, it just, it worked. Um, I learned so much, but then I kind of got it in my head that, well, I'd really kind of like to start branching out, like trying to see if I could do this solo, see how things work on my own and, and see where it leads my schedule was getting super crazy and things like that. So it just seemed like the right choice at the time. Um, so I kind of separated away and that's when LA was born. You know, it was funny when you went back and you mentioned Dungeons and Dragons. And I believe it was my first season or second season. I spoke to a lady named Susanna Lewis and she's a writer and she hosts a role playing podcast. 
And oh, wow. it was funny, you know, she told me she was a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons, and she was the first podcaster I had interviewed that was into that. And I was really surprised that so many people were, I was like, look at all these Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. Yeah. Unbelievable. And even so many of my guests say, oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's <laughs> just like such <laughs> yeah. a shock to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's huge right now because of how predominant it is now in the pop culture you know, just you've got shows like Stranger Things that are are doing it. They're presenting it. You've got podcasting shows that are starting to get out there into the conventions and things like Acquisitions Incorporated, Critical Role, things like that. It's just it's coming to the forefront. It's no longer this weird. Oh, only the weird kids play that. <laughs> you know, now you've got celebrities playing it. So now it's the cool thing to do. Well, for the record, I was doing it before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> you just waiting to grow into it. That, that's all, right? Right, right. I knew it would take off. I didn't know it was going to take two decades, but here we are. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite guests that you've interviewed so far? I know you've you've done like a really wide range of people. Oh, oh yeah. Um, man, I've done... I've done a number. I think I'm up to like 70 now or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I've done musicians and actors and just artists, other podcasters such as yourself. And, you know, I'm not sure I can say that I had an actual like, oh, favorite guest. But really the ones, the type of guests that I, I favorite are the ones that just, they're not all about their whatever their craft or their career they have a, a story that they want to tell and and they tell stories that people may not have heard you know i really like those ones and so they always oh i'm sorry if i rambled like no no that was great because for a minute there you forgot that you were on a show and you started saying some stuff but yeah guy i, I really enjoy guys like uh you know, Larry Hankins been on the show. He he was Crazy Carl. I feel like most people know him most from that in uh, Billy Madison. Um, but he he's got so many wild stories about his college days and things like that. Um, Richard Carn, he's a really 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 great guest. Real soft spoken, but man, he's got some cool stuff to talk about. And I didn't know he he does theater too, actual stage work, and that was that was wild to me. I, I interviewed Scott Page from the musician world, and he's with, uh, well, he was with Supertramp and Toto and, and as their saxophone guy. Um, not sure why I said saxophone like that, but there we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say tuba. <laughs> tuba. <laughs> it's not a tuba. Not a tuba. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just a, a wide variety of guests, and they've all been phenomenal honestly in their own way and i know you were saying that you're involved with doing voiceover as well um yeah you know i'm really trying to get into that uh so that kind of stems from from D, &D uh dungeons and dragons i started playing that back when i was just a teenager back in uh 93 and at the time i just kind of liked the game it was just fun you know escape reality kind of thing run around as a warrior with a sword, you know, fight dragons, that kind of stuff. Um, they frown on doing that in real life. I don't know. I... <laughs> as I got a little older, I really wanted to create a situation where my players could immerse themselves in the story. 
So I figured I'm going to start giving all of my characters that they interact with personalities of their own, which means they needed their own voices. And that's kind of where I started with it. And I just, for years and years, I really enjoyed doing different accents and different voices. And I started honing that craft as I got older. And it wasn't actually until 2015, I think it was, one of my friends actually made that connection for me because I was doing an impression. And this is this is no offense to you, Jim. It's okay. <laughs> but I was doing an impression of Janine from the Ghostbusters. So I laid on my heaviest, most, just over the top stereotypical New York accent that I could muster. And it, it worked out so well. It, it's actually, uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, it's actually on one of those YouTube videos. And uh, they, they said, you should really try and do cartoons. You're so animated. You, you're just, you've got these voices down. You should do cartoons. And I just kind of, huh. Well, thank you for the compliment, but no, no, you, you're, you're just crazy. And uh, so I didn't think anything of it. But once I started kind of hanging out with the Chronicles of the Lost Realm guys and really starting to practice my voices and talking to Steve, who knew people that, at DreamWorks, things started to kind of line up on their own. And I said, oh, well, maybe there is something to this. And with that, I started really practicing and I started taking classes and just learning how to do it professionally. And I have a commercial that I do at the beginning of my show that it's for um, one of the guests that I interviewed. He was an awesome director, Bill Foster. And I did a commercial for him for his show that or his movie that's coming out. Um, I've got your six. So that was kind of my first real taste of it. And I was like, Oh yeah. Kind of like the podcasting, like this is cool. Like, Ooh, Ooh. And um, actually, it's funny that you bring it up because just recently I'm part of a forum and they post jobs, both paid and unpaid. And right now I'm just kind of looking at the unpaid ones because I'm trying to build up a resume. And one of them popped up and said, hey, I have a deadline of tomorrow. I need somebody to help me out. All right. Why not? What, what could it hurt? And so I, I said, okay, what do you need? And they said, we need a grizzled soldier's voice. Okay, what do you need me to say? So they sent me some test lines, and I, I recorded them, sent them back to them. And they wrote back and said, that's amazing. That's exactly what we're looking for. The development team loved it. Here's your lines. Read them, you know, however you want. Three takes a piece, blah, blah, blah. So I did that. Sent them back. They loved it. Said it was perfect. as exactly what they wanted. But they needed me to yell two of the lines. And I've never yelled in a character voice before. So this was a complete first for me. But it came out great. They're using it. The game comes out April 15th-ish, they said. Um, they're, they're pushing for April 15th, but it might be a day or two later. It's coming out on Steam. Um, but it's it's going to be my voice as the soldier that fights these uh, zombies. So it's basically me and a whole bunch of zombie voices. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of my foray into voice acting semi-professionally. 
I also have another show. Uh, it's a podcast that I'm working with other voice actors on that hasn't released yet. We're, we're building up some um, uh, banked episodes. So we have some, you know, in the queue. And uh, we're looking at releasing that one pretty short, shortly here, too. Um, that one's got some real cool stuff. Uh, real good characters in it, real good voices. I, I think people will like that one. Are there any particular impressions that you like to do with, with your voices? I can do impressions. I, I try to steer clear of them because as, as a voice actor, it's like you don't, you don't want to do an impression per se, um, only because it's a voice that's already been done. When you're doing voice acting, they're, they're looking for something that's, that's kind of fresh that, you know, maybe does sound a little bit like somebody like they might have somebody in mind, but they don't want that voice per se. So you kind of gotta, gotta do your own thing. I can't think of a, a really good impression off the top of my head right now, but I definitely, my, my forte is more in just kind of altering my voice to hit different octaves and just kind of accents, things like that. You know what? I'm going to put you on the spot. Could you do Janine from Ghostbusters then? (laughs) Oh, geez, Jim, I don't know. That's a little out of my character range. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) See, you know what? It's funny because I've noticed with like a lot of voiceover actors, I'm sure this probably isn't true for all of them, but a lot of the ones that I've heard, their voice doesn't sound too specific, like not too ethnic. It's very almost kind of middle America where you can kind of adjust it, for, for lack of a better word, where, yeah. where it kind of makes it a little more flexible. Where me, I sound more New York because, you know, I say, yo, yeah, I'm drinking some water over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like. You can't hide that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, that's actually becoming a more predominant thing in the voice acting community right now is that they're looking for more accurate representation. So some places are look are not looking for someone who can pretend to have an Australian accent. They want an actual Australian. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with like, you know, a British accent or things like that. Like they'll if they have to, they'll take it, but they want that representation. So there may be hope for me if they're looking for like a Joe Pesci type, right? Yeah. What about you? You think I'm funny? <laughs> there you go. The you podcast. got the pickings. You sound just like him. <laughs> We're That's about perfect. the same height too, I think. So <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Someone actually said that to me once. They said you remind me of Joe Pesci. I was like, I don't, What do you mean? I don't remind you of Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> I said, well, we're talking about podcasts. Uh, What are some of the podcasts that you enjoy listening to? Uh, Obviously, Critical Role is one of my more favored ones. Um, Acquisitions, Inc. was a a huge favorite of mine. But both of them have kind of transitioned more into like the video realm, um, putting it on YouTube and things like that. Uh, But I would have to say probably one of my real, real favorite ones is kind of along my line of humor a um, lot of chaotic just randomness and it's called bombarded and it, it it's consists of it's a D podcast where all the players are they're actually musicians like in real life hmm. and all of their characters play musical instruments as well 
and it reflects into the game and it's just it's a whole chaotic romp through like the D world of musicians it's quite funny and, so- and of course of course who doesn't like viva la Sherpolution? i mean <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. The check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, might, it might be a little it? short this week, but, you know, <laughs> don't catch it right away. <laughs> we have this portion of the show, and it's called Shameless Self-Promotion. But I want to, before I actually ask you to do that, you know, usually when I speak to actors, I always say, what would be your ideal role in a movie? Like, if you want to be, like, Han Solo or, you know somebody in in a Clint Eastwood movie, one of his characters. If you were doing a voiceover, do you you have an ideal character that you would love to do the voice for, even if it's already been established? Ooh. Even putting your own spin on it. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. I never really thought about it too much, to be (laughs) honest. I just kind of, I thought any job would would be cool. I haven't really followed it super closely. So I know there's going to be people out there that are going to flame me for it, but um, I have recently gotten back into, you know, because of really trying to get into voice acting, I've gotten back into anime. Um, Not, you know, the weird, obscure stuff. I'm a mainstreamer, so I watch, like, the real popular animes, like Dragon Ball Z. Let's throw that one out there. So if I could choose... A character to be you know it would be someone like um uh, my voice range is more of a, a medium to a medium low when i get comfortable with a, a voice so i would kind of like to do maybe like a like a vegeta style character who is a bad guy turned good guy or more anti-hero um or just anything on the show black clover would be cool that's it's about a whole bunch it's kind of like harry potter but with swords and the magic is cooler. Um, I'd, I think I'd like to do something like that. Just, you know, something that I could just get behind the microphone, put on my voice and just go to town. You want to do a little audition right here for the, for the rebels? Oh man. I don't know. I'm not sure I'd be able to just throw on a voice like that. It'd be, be kind of hard. I suppose I could though, if you ask nicely enough. <laughs> I'd say you passed the audition for me, sir. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we were saying shameless self promotion. Shameless self promotion. And this is where uh, you can let our listeners know where they can get in touch with you or follow any of your shows if you want to promote. Plug away, sir. Plug, plug. Um, so I'll make it super duper easy. If you go to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, those are my my real big three. Um, you can just type in the Leo effects, and I'll pop up. I kept it the same all across the board. It's nice and super simple, super easy. Um, I am on a website called Alignable, where businesses and podcasts can kind of promote each other and stuff. Um, but I'm not sure I'm listed as the Leo effects there. It might be Ray Rumsey on that one. So I'm not 100%. Uh, but as long as we're shamelessly plugging, <laughs> I also do a voice similar to the one I just did as, as a character named Rog. He's kind of a really boneheaded 
gung-ho kind of character um, in a, a game called Shattered Dungeons, which I'm actually playing tonight. We go live every Tuesday night at 9.30 EST. And so if people wanted to come check that out, you can come to Twitch TV and type in Shattered Dungeons and it'll it'll pop us up. And we go live. You can talk in the chat room. People can roll dice, which will affect what happens in the game to us players, which gets really inconvenient sometimes. Um, <laughs> and I do nerd out quite a bit on usually on Wednesdays. Um, it sometimes releases on Thursdays on a podcast called War of the Stars. And we just talk about all kinds of Star Wars stuff. And that's kind of the crux of that show. It's something different every week. We just talk about Star Wars. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. His name is Ray Rumsey, and he's host of L.A. (laughs) Leo (laughs) Effect. (laughs) Now that you've told me that, that's all that's going to stick in my brain now. That's great. Ray, thank you so much for coming on down to the show. Thank you, Jim. I really appreciate being here, and I, I love being a guest. That's Your show is awesome. I definitely recommend that your your listeners go back and listen to them all if they haven't yet. If anybody's here listening to mine from my show, again, go back and listen to them all. Jim's got some really great content. You're going to love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And now it's time for Sherpa Suggestions. So I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for this week's Sherpa Suggestions. And then I realized, since Ray has a bit of a background as a voiceover actor, I found a site called VO Planet Blog, and it lists seven great voiceover podcasts. So I'm sharing them with you for those of you who might be interested in a career as a voiceover actor. There's the Middle Class VO Podcast, VO Boss, VO Meter. You know VO stands for voiceover, right? Okay, good. Everyday VOpreneur, VO Buzz Weekly, VO School Podcast, and one that's particularly interesting to me, Talkin' Tunes, and that's hosted by Rob Paulson, whom I believe did some of the voices for the cartoon Animaniacs, which I love. Hello, nurse. So you think if somebody listens to one of these podcasts, they might take my place? Okay, forget I recommended these. Can we redo this again? What do you what do you mean no? Thanks again for listening to Too Many Podcasts and a special thanks to Ray Rumsey of the Leo Effects. Please be sure to check out his podcast. He's a great guy. He is a military veteran who helps out military veterans, just kinda like David Norseman Williams, but in a whole different way. And we really enjoy both of their shows. And speaking of shows, why don't you subscribe to this show and rate and review and share with all your friends on social media. Let's make people aware of the Sharpolution. And if you don't want to listen on your favorite podcast app, you can listen on my website, sharpolution.com. All the shows are there, all the Sherpa sheets are there, and there's lots of music and other fun things there. Hope you check it out. You can follow me on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at where else? Sherpolution. So thank you so much for coming by, and we will see you next week when I get to interview Joe Alves, the guy who designed the shark for the movie Jaws. Super nice guy, 
really interesting conversation. Be sure to check it out. Don't miss it. Mr. Bruce, I know you're not going to miss it, but you'll be busy escorting everyone out the door. Show them the way, sir. Thank you very much. Viva la sure pollution. Bye. Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapelition. Viva la Chapelition. <coughs> oh. Yell, come back now, you hear?